Welcome to Naturopathy Today. Your hosts are Dr. Michael Schwartz and Steve Langford. Join them as they guide you on a journey to good health through holistic naturopathy. Now here are Michael and Steve. Good morning and welcome to another informative session of Naturopathy Today. I'm your co-host, Michael, and I've got my good bud with me, Steve Langford. Good morning, Steve. How goes good it? Good morning, Michael. It goes well. So thank you very much. And how are you today? Real good. No complaints. Anyway, I thought that uh, today we might talk about incontinence. It's something us older folks deal with. For us guys, you know, sometimes it's a prostate-related issue. And what's interesting, and, and in fact, when we spoke about this last week that we were going to talk about incontinence, I saw an ad on TV talking about incontinence. So apparently we're in good good timing shape. And more often than not, we always think about incontinence in relationship to urination. However, there is also fecal incontinence where the anus, that muscle does not stay closed. And so there's leakage to some degree. And of course, with the bladder, you know, that sphincter at the bottom that contains the fluid, sometimes when we sneeze or cough, we'll have um, leakage. And when you really think about incontinence, to me, the answer is really very simple. It's a short answer, multi-minerals, because to me, incontinence is a result of weak muscles, and that's because there's not enough minerals in the cell. Any thoughts? That's really interesting. I, I have never heard it for including all these minerals. Magnesium was the one that I was going to mention if you asked me you know, what I was thinking, um, and magnesium is the mineral that I have found you know, helps me sleep, helps me with nighttime leg cramps, and hopefully is what's helping reduce the frequency of my nighttime visits. Um, and that was one of the things I was going to ask you if, if the issues related to the prostate and incontinence, whether they are the same or whether one uh, prostate affects incontinence and incontinence can be something separate. So I'm really looking forward to this discussion because I've not explored it deeply myself. So I'm really curious what you have to sh share with me today. Well, from my point of view, because of how I view the body, it really comes down to the minerals and not so much magnesium as much as calcium, because calcium is the constrictor, magnesium is the relaxer. So I can see it for the relaxation, going to sleep, getting rid of the cramps. However, when it comes to the incontinence, what we really need is that muscle to contract and stay contracted, even through the cough, even through the sneeze, even through whatever it is that may stimulate not only the leakage, but, but also the fecal leakage as well. Minerals are the answer. As far as I'm concerned, minerals are the answer because your body knows what it needs to do. It knows when there's fecal matter in the colon. It knows when the bladder is getting full. And so because of its divine knowledge, it's going to clamp up or should be <laughs> clamping up those muscles in the same regard. It's kind of like with acid reflux. 
it knows that it should close the sphincter at the top of the stomach, the bottom of the esophagus. But because minerals are necessary in so many other places at the same time, that sphincter may not close. The muscles for controlling urine and controlling bowel movement, they too may not be able to stay securely closed because the minerals are needed elsewhere. You know, maybe there's a stress situation going on. And because of the stress, the minerals get compromised. And so, and with people not doing minerals, I mean, some will come into the health food store, as you can well remember, they'll ask for Cal, Cal Mag, Cal Mag Zinc. But the reality is you need potassium, you need phosphorus, you need chromium, you need all the minerals. So for me, it's a real short, quick answer and get some multi-minerals. Take them at night before you go to bed. And if you are constantly dealing with incontinence, then I would say take one or two at each meal, as well as your three or four before you're going to bed to really build up your mineral reserve. So that's my take on incontinence. Well, do you, and and I'm embarrassed to say I should know this, but I don't know for sure. Do you sell just a mineral tablet that contains maybe the higher potencies, a wider range than one might find in a multivitamin? Is there such an animal as that? Oh, absolutely. In fact, Steve, you may or may not remember this, but back in the 80s, I came out with the gender vitamins, you know, yes. for men, women, teen boys, teen girls. And what I did at the same time is I took the minerals out because from my point of view, when you look at a multiple vitamin with minerals, the minerals are a joke. You know, maybe you get 50 milligrams, 65 milligrams of calcium. You need a minimum of 1,200 a day. And that's assuming you have no stress. If you've got stress, you might as well get close to, you know, maybe one and a half times the 1,200, 1,800, 2,000 milligrams. So, yes, I created a multi-mineral that today is the macros, you know, the calcium, magnesium, the zinc. Uh, the micros, the chromium, the selenium, the molybdenum, as well as the trace minerals. So I've got all three categories in one tablet. So yes, and the beauty of minerals is if you take them at night, and I think we may have discussed this once before, or I have in my mind. You take I'm sure you have discussed it somewhere sometime. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I have. And you take them at night, you'll sleep better. They'll get rid of leg aches, back aches, charley horses, spasms, palpitations, restless leg, TMJ, and insomnia, as well as tossing and turning. And if you're a parent, you got kids that are growing, it'll get rid of the growing pains that children complain about. So that's the role of minerals. So yes, I do have one. I think it's fabulous because it's so comprehensive. Well, it's one of the challenges I think a lot of people face is we, we buy these one-a-day multivitamins, um, and as you alluded to correctly, the potencies of the minerals are very low because you can only put so much into one tablet and still keep it at a size you can swallow. So this multi-mineral that you have, how much calcium does it have for example do you remember off the top of your head i was just curious because there's been this controversy about are we getting too much calcium um and so i wonder if that enters into this picture at all 
And if you have that dose, I'd just be curious. It's a four tablet from what I can remember. <laughs> it's a four <laughs> tablet formula. And I think I put in about 600 milligrams of calcium. Even though and that sounds about right then. It is, I, I take a moderate approach to everything that I do. I avoid the food-bound, food-grown, food-enhanced products, and I don't utilize them in the construction of my, my programs, my products, because to me, they're too weak, and they're more philosophical. And my journey is not about, I mean, my, my personal journey's philosophy on some levels. My responsibility in working with the client is to give them what I believe the body requires on a daily basis in order to address their concern and have the body come back to homeostasis, which is manifesting as balance and harmony. So that's how I formulate. You know, I, I don't go too high. I certainly don't go low because when I had my practice, and I still practice, but now I work at a different level, my original rules were, you'll feel better in three days or you get your money back. My attitude is really very simple, Steve. Either I know what I'm doing or I don't. You can only BS so long, so far, and you know the truth gets known. In fact, there's a teaching in the Bible which says, know what's before your eyes and all the mysteries will be revealed. So if you're buying a product, and I've read some people's information, and you may remember this from your days in the store, where you may have had to say to somebody, well, you know, you got to take the, you got to take three or four bottles before you'll see an effect. And I've read that in people's material. My attitude is with my products, you should see an effect or a result within three weeks, except for the male and female reproductive factors. But you should see something in three weeks. If not, bring it back to the store, get your money back. Now, I know you make a product called Kidney Factors, and I have recommended this to people. I don't know if that, though, applies in this case where we're talking about possibly bladder incontinence. Would that be a formula that would be something where they might be getting these targeted nutrients? Or is that more for actual kidney issues and not so much for this topic we're discussing today? Yes, it's not for stimulating diuresis because that's what it will do. So that's okay. <laughs> yeah, no, we want to close All the right. pipe. We don't want it opened up, so to speak. Well, thank you, you know, for clarifying that because I think sometimes, you know, as laymen, we may not know those distinctions. And sometimes we might not even know why we're taking it if it was recommended to us. So um that answers that question. My next question, if I may, is what about herbs? This has certainly been something I've encountered classically in reading and studying natural healing is the use of herbs for incontinence. Uh, do you have an opinion on that or recommendations for any particular herbs? I do have an opinion on that and everything, and I am willing to share my <laughs> opinions. So yes, what a silly question. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, a good question because in my mind, you know, and I think we've discussed this before, I always see herbs as the precursors to drugs and they work like drugs. So I don't know of any herbs specifically that have enough mineral content to create the constriction or the functionality of the muscles. For me, it's strictly a mineral thing. 
It's a light switch thing. It's allowing the electricity of thought to get to the cells to communicate to, hey, guys, we've got to contract and we have to stay in the contracted mode until we are told to let go and told to relax. Now the question up, well, who's going to tell them? And obviously your mind, because like with blood pressure, talking about a negative feedback system, when the bladder or the colon, which actually does work on a feed, negative feedback system, when material gets there and presses against the side walls, or when the bladder gets to a particular place, it they both, you know, the, the colon and the bladders both try to void. However, again, if there's not enough minerals to get that thought of relax, guys, it's time to go, then sometimes we end up not going or not having control. I think now, somewhere you had... I got lost, but go ahead. <laughs> That's all right. Um, you had mentioned um, for men, prostate is an issue. Is prostate going to respond to the minerals if we think of it for incontinence, or do we need to also direct attention to the prostate with something additional? Because th that's one of the issues I deal with at my age is, you know, the prostate, the pressure, the urgency to go. And occasionally I won't make it in time and there'll be some dribbles coming out. And so it feels like, you know, the, the prostate is, I'm told is responsible, but I feel like the, uh, challenge of tightening those muscles always consistently isn't always there. Is this where the minerals are going to be particularly beneficial? Or do I also need to then focus on prostate? Looking at it. But it hasn't been completely successful. Let me say that. Yeah. The fact that the urethra tube runs through the prostate and when the prostate swells, it constricts it. And so what happens is that the bladder begins to back up and then the, you get so much fluid in the bladder that it, it's really dangerous because it could back up and destroy your kidneys and end up killing you. So you really need to one kind of shrink the, the prostate so that there's no constriction so that when the bladder gets to that level that it needs to void, you can mentally allow that to occur you know, it's almost like when you walk into the bathroom and you look at a urinal or a commode, you already, you've got that stimulated, you know, the association, oh, it's time to go. So if your, if your prostate is reduced in size, then that opens up the channel that puts it back into the muscular realm of control, whereas the a swollen prostate is hindering flow, whereas a less inflamed will facilitate flow. So now we're back down to minerals. So there are two different animals approached two different ways. I would take a look at anti-inflammatories like proteolytic enzymes, along with your prostate formula to really reduce the inflammation and nurture the prostate at the same time. And I think you'll see a great All right. improvement. Now, you had mentioned, you know, three weeks is kind of your target. Uh, would that be the time frame somebody starts taking the minerals? They should at least give it three weeks and then make a decision? Uh, are they likely to see it any sooner sometimes? Um, what's been your experience? 
Yeah, I think the minerals will kick in on certain levels almost immediately. And you know, like the sleeping, uh, the leg aches, the back aches, Charlie horses, all of that will disappear within two, three nights, if not sooner. As far as getting hold of the leakage, that may take 10 days, two weeks, and it may take full three weeks. And here's why from yet another perspective. Depending upon the stress load of the individual, depending upon the diet, because if they're eating too much protein, drinking too many sodas, whether they're diet sodas or regular sodas, the, the carbonation compromises calcium, compromises your minerals. The All the protein that comes into the body and the bloodstream has to be brought down because if it becomes too acidic, that makes the body susceptible to disease. So it needs to be in an alkaline range. So you bring in so much protein that creates an acid ash or a uric acid buildup in the body. The body will utilize calcium and magnesium to reduce the acidity. So now you've lost your light switches. You've lost your electrolytes. So that's another reason why minerals are so necessary. Did that answer your question? Yes, and I think this is one of those straightforward cases where somebody can try this for themselves. I mean, it's a pretty straightforward recommendation that you've given. You know, try these minerals, take them throughout the day and take them for three weeks and then be the judge. So it's not like you have to take it for three months in order to find out. And right. you might be one of those people that benefits sooner, but certainly if you don't give them an adequate opportunity uh, for the body to adjust this and make that difference, then I think this is such a simple way for people to find out. And if you've been dealing with this, as most people have sometimes for months and years, it's going to be dramatic and they're going to notice it. So um, I'm going to give it a try for sure. I'll report back to you one of these days. Well, <laughs> you know, while I went through answering the first part, I I had a senior moment and I forgot the fundamental part that I wanted to get to. <laughs> oh, please give us that. <laughs> the way the body operates from yet another point of view is that whatever nutrient is lacking the most has to be brought up to baseline before the body can respond. So in regards to the calcium, which is why I went to the protein, the stress, because depending upon the more utilization of the calcium or the or the physiological requirement in order to try to maintain balance and harmony homeostasis if they're not bringing in enough calcium they may not be able to raise that baseline to where it needs to be so it may take two three weeks to get it to baseline before the incontinence is under control that's why I went into the protein thing and the acid thing. So what about drinking water? You know, I have some people say I don't drink water because it's just going to make me go. And yet I think that's really the opposite of what our body needs. Does incontinence have a relationship to how much water we consume? No. Well, yes and no. I'm more inclined to say no, obviously, because I started with that. But yes, in the sense that you could overload the system because if you're not urinating frequently enough, then yes, you overload the system. However, 
water is essential. It washes all the toxins and all of the debris because every cell eats, breathes, drinks, and processes sustenance, food. You know, we the vitamins, the minerals, there are processes. So there's waste and there's also decay. The You know, cells die at a certain rate. And if your immune system is not at optimal levels, and then this is where the aging process comes in because of the diet corrupting cells, you've got some bad cells that are there that the immune system is supposed to nullify, erase, consume. And if it's not at optimal levels, those cells stay. The other debris has to be washed out of the body. That's why when when I tell people about doing a detox and cleanse. In fact, in our ultimate detox and cleanse, there's a sheet of paper that says, drink more water. Because as we're dissolving the store, I call them storage depots, the fat cells that hold on to the toxins, as we are emulsifying them with choline, inositol, lecithin, methionine, niacin, as we're dissolving them, more and more toxins are being released into the body. You need to wash them out. So it's essential to drink lots of water. All right. Thank you for that, Michael. And I've always appreciated you being able to get into the the weeds with me when I bring up these questions. So thank you. Well, you know, that's where everything is hidden. It's in the weeds. <laughs> yes. Got it clear. Well, and that's what we're here for. We're here to explore this concepts of nutrition and naturopathy. And I don't have all the answers. I appreciate what I'm able to learn from you. And I know from my experience, I'm able to contribute. And this is what's beneficial to our listeners is that we are like them in many ways. We've just had more experience and we're able to share these things with them so that they can derive these same benefits that you and I have been able to enjoy for a lifetime. Absolutely. and. I too, like you, am still learning. I learn from you and you stimulate me as well. Because, And I have a favorite saying kind of, and that is you have to ask me questions because I don't remember what I know. And I think that's true for everybody. You know, I think that we have so much data in our minds that we've accumulated, especially us in our industry, you know, we've accumulated, but you know, things go on the back burner and sometimes we forget about them. So, you know, questions are, are fabulous. Talking about questions, uh, I did get an email from somebody about talking about migraines, but since we're out of time today, we will do that next week. And next week will be about migraines. And it's astounding how many people do suffer from migraines. And when I did a little bit of research and I see all of the different triggers and of course, I related also to the emotional and allopathic medicine also <laughs> relates to the emotional, which I found very interesting. So next week should be a really good, lengthy, in-depth conversation. So I'm looking forward to it. Me too. Well, I have a history of migraines when I was younger. So I have a personal history and experience. Um, and so it's going to be an interesting topic for me. So I look forward to it, Michael. Good, because that way, maybe as you relate to some of the things and think back to what went on when you were younger, maybe some of these things will 
bring clarity from a different point of view and see how it's applicable to today's life. So we, you know, there's a universal teaching that we look back in order to see ahead because that's how the mind works. And we'll talk about that next week. Steve, take care. God bless. Be well. And we'll talk. Thank you all. All right, Michael. Thank you all for listening. Thank you, Michael. Talk to you next week. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to Naturopathy Today, sponsored by MNP, Michael's Naturopathic Programs at michaelshealth.com. Join us every Monday for the latest episode in this journey to excellent health on all levels. <laughs>